Hello and thank you for downloading this special edition of So What that was first broadcast in July 2022. Normally on this programme, me and Ellie talk about nothing in particular, have a bit of a giggle and a bit of a gossip. But this week was a little bit different. I had been down to Plymouth to see my parents and I was particularly keen to see my mum. She's been very ill for the last few years with dementia and more recently she'd spent a little bit of time in hospital and had been transferred to a care home to recuperate after a fall and some rather nasty infections. While I was there at the care home, unfortunately she died. Now me and Ellie talked about this and I wanted to record So What as normal but I wanted to talk about her, but also to talk about what happens after someone dies. It's been a real eye-opener for me, and I found myself making some quite difficult and sensitive decisions really quickly. I found the whole thing a little bit surreal. So one of the things I wanted to do is to talk about my mum, but also to talk about that process, and maybe it will give people just a bit of a push to at least think about what they would like to happen, and to talk about death in the family with those closest to them, just to make things a little bit easier and a little less unpleasant. So let's now join me and Ellie discussing my recent visit to Plymouth during July's rather unpleasant heatwave. So anyway, you were in Plymouth and it was... Yes. Well, do you know... No... Well, well, we we left you on a cliffhanger last week. Um, we did, which was I am going to go to Plymouth to see my parents, and I had I had told a white lie and said that I was coming back a day a, a day earlier than I actually was, and I was going to go and have a touristy day out, and I would record something, and I'd planned some things to do, and I'm afraid it didn't quite go. Uh, according to plan. And just so uh, listeners are aware, here's your trigger warning. Uh, Me and Ellie have talked about this beforehand and we're quite happy to do this, but there are, there is some potentially upsetting stuff coming, but I'm absolutely fine talking about this. And I think it's really good because my mum, well, she would think this is great. And unfortunately Mm. she'd been very ill. Uh, She's, she'd suffered with dementia for years and, um, and it was getting worse, but she'd had an infection, she'd had a fall, all these other things. She'd been into hospital and they'd put her into a care home to try and recover. And on the hot day, which wasn't actually anywhere near as hot in Plymouth, it was only 29, only 29, only 30 degrees. 29. And, yeah, with a bit of a breeze. Um, I was with her, visiting her. She needed to be fed and all the rest of it. I mean, she needed care 24-7 and unfortunately she died. Um, which, you know, when you go, oh, this is now a real shock and I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised because of how unwell she was. was. And when I first saw, when I got to Plymouth on the Sunday after a terrible train journey, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to see her for the first day. And when I walked in, finally got there and walked into her room in, in, in the care home, which was lovely, I have to say, and the staff were lovely. I was a, there was an audible gasp from me about how frail she was. And, yeah. it, it you know, it was such a change. Um, but it was, yeah, so it, it didn't really, it didn't really work out 
as the week no. I had intended, I think she was going to heading towards suffering quite significantly. Yeah. Um, and she's not anymore. And she would love the fact that we were talking about on the radio. Yeah, she would yeah. love it, honestly. And I really thought about this. I thought, is this in really bad taste? And I really wrestled with it. And I thought, no, she would no, blooming well loveless. Yeah, um, she would. Yeah. And had had life been different, you know, she would have been on the radio. You know, had she yeah. been born, I, I, I've always thought this. And when I went to university to do like broadcasting type stuff. She she really was very supportive because she was born in 1945. And when she grew up, she left school at 15 because that's what young women did. did. And there was yeah. no there was no discouragement, but there was no active encouragement for her to carry on at school and go on because girls just didn't do that then. They didn't have those opportunities. And had she been born a few years later, she would have, and I suspect she would have gone on to university to read English, and I suspect she would have been a writer, a journalist, or a broadcaster. Yeah, uh, wow. And I yeah. absolutely, you know, we talked about this long and hard, so she would love this. And I yeah. also thought that she didn't do all the things that she did. She didn't iron school shirts for me and my brothers for 20 years and all the rest of it to give me all the opportunities for me to then not make the most of those opportunities. And I'm really, really keen that she, if she would love this whole thing. So, yeah, could, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm really quite happy doing this, but the thing that has surprised me more than anything else, and this is, this is the community service message that I want to mention is that when someone dies, if there's not arrangements, if you've never talked about it, and we never talked about this kind of thing, never, ever, ever, is that you've suddenly got to make the, the, the family have suddenly got to make some really difficult sensitive awkward unpleasant decisions about what happens next uh mm. funeral arrangements you know and we we have all these these careful words but but we'd never discussed it and suddenly we had to decide and my dad who is finding it much more difficult had to make lots and lots of really difficult decisions based on what kind of service is it a burial is it a cremation because we're not religious what does that mean who's coming, where's it going, and all these things, even down to when she went, she was wearing a couple of pieces of jewellery, do we want them back, or do we want them to stay with her, um, uh, what kind of of coffin do you want, and these are things which I think are really awkward to do anyway, but very awkward when someone's upset, and so this is my big message, if you feel you can, whatever age you are, Make those arrangements for yourself now so that when yeah, it happens... Well, certainly think about them and be aware yeah, of them. and share that's the them. Key. Share yeah. them with people and say, this is the kind of stuff that I would like, just to take those those awful moments away. And we got through it, and I said to him, yeah. well, the stuff that you don't want to decide, are you happy for me and my brothers to decide it? Yes, <laughs> you, you know what you're doing, just do it. Fine. But if you can at least talk about it so people have an idea of what you want, then yeah. it will save people so much grief and hassle because it's horrible to have to sit there and ask these questions. And yeah, well, I I tell you, um, uh, so my uh, one of my sisters died, uh, getting on for fifteen years ago. Now she was a um, so I, I kind of think she it was like she kept a diary. So she just used to type stuff, and some of it didn't make sense. We found it on her computer. But she did know she was coming towards the end of her life. So she had cancer. 
um, more, much more so than we did. But she just used to leave or she left kind of quite random instructions. So, so one of them was she literally put a very, uh, I, don't, I don't think it was handwritten, I think it was on her computer, um, and almost in amongst a load of other stuff, you know, like random mm. information. But she put funeral, uh, natural in a in in a wood somewhere, or 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 by some trees. It was like, what? What yeah. on earth do I do with that? So I remember, you know, I had to, I, I organised the funeral, and I was, I was. Well, 15 years ago, you weren't Googling quite as much, but I'm sure I did some research on the internet, which was, you know, does does the National Trust allow people mm. to be buried or cremated out there? How do we go about this? And we came we came to a compromise on it um, after she died, and it was to have a um, biodegradable coffin. So we thought that's more like it yeah I think she was cremated I think but it was a biodegradable coffin um and then because you know like we're such a big family and and we're very close and and we kind of all got the idea that we would quite like to put something in her coffin from each of us you know or if any of us felt that it was appropriate something to remind we didn't didn't have to tell the others to a degree you know what it was so some put a letter in or a card or something um and my my sister liked a tipple of whiskey and what somebody's idea was to to put a bottle of small bottle of whiskey didn't want to waste a big bottle yeah because it wasn't going to be drunk or seen again so a small bottle of whiskey but she was also a smoker so we were like so we should put a packet of cigarettes in there as well and when we spoke to the funeral director to say, you know, we kind of got all these personal things that we want to put in, <laughs> the funeral director, who was a woman, kind of went, so you've got a biodegradable coffin. <laughs> and you want to put a whole load of non-biodegradable yeah. things in there. We were like, oh, I oh. hadn't really thought about that when our best laid plans so so she very gently dissuaded us from doing it (laughs) because you just you know for us that was really like yeah this is great you know like and wherever she goes she's got her whiskey she's got her cigarettes brilliant it was like no no (laughs) (laughs) so it was um yeah and you can there are moments like that that you can kind of get the funny side of stuff. Because yeah. it is, it's like you say, the decisions, you don't know what kind of coffin. I don't know. No. Like, what have you got? And then, they, you know, it's almost like a, a sales room, isn't it? Of, here yeah. you go, here's, here's the, the well, um, all of the samples yeah. that we've got. And you can have these handles. You can, really? Really? Yeah. Do you not just get on with it it's it's so, odd i mean because when I, I i had to make the appointment then i thought actually i need to be with my dad i'm not gonna go my brother went and he was like oh i don't mind going and then when he firmed up with all the decisions he actually said that's some experience you know and yeah. it is it's all these things and what all this means and there's things that are coming up i mean this like you said you know googling and stuff 
until I've actually had to do it, I didn't even know no. what kind of things there were. No. I, 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 you know, I know what a cemetery service is, but I like, well, does that mean it has to be connected to a church? What's going on? I, I didn't know. So I spent no. the first half an hour on the internet asking what in hindsight were probably really really stupid questions because no, simply I'd... nobody talks about this no I don't think they are stupid questions and and you know when you think about it it's a business like any other thing Absolutely. is a business yeah. so so you know there are decisions and there's choices that you because you you'll have never looked at it you'd have no. you'd have not even that wouldn't cross your mind that you would have to make these kind of no. choices, you know, like what, do you want iron handles or brass handles? I don't, or, care. I don't know. Really? Goodness. Yeah. I it's and you know it's interesting because you know my brother went and he was very. I mean, he was upset, but he was like, "No, I'll be fine to do this." And he was able to go in, and for the time that that meeting went on, I think he was fine to do it. But then you think, well, had I gone, had, would we have come up with a different set of solutions? Yeah, and then you yeah. think. Who cares? You know, yeah. it. You know, as long as it, the end result is is dignified and yeah. respectful and yeah. lovely, yeah. it doesn't matter, does it? It no. really doesn't matter. No, and you do, you can, but it is it, because it is a commercial business, like anything else. You do have all of these these kind of decisions, and then and then they say because I remember going to one funeral director and them saying. We can't fit you in, love, because she died uh, over, mm-hmm. my sister Anne died over a bank holiday, Easter bank holiday, and they were like, we're stacked up from all the other. And you're like, yeah. oh, my goodness. What's going really? on? Yeah. You know, like, because it's so personal to you. Yeah. You just kind of go, well, nobody no. else died. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, like, it was just my sister. And they're like, oh, no, spate of them, mm. you know across north london or whatever it, it was just like, just what are you on about it, it, yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it is it is strange this past week and it has only been what's well, not been a week by the time this goes out it would have been a week i have mm. to say has been the strangest week and the steepest learning curve of my yeah. life and yeah. you know you think it's this is really odd um I'm relatively calm about it and yeah. you know I was spending a lot of time with my dad and he wasn't calm you know they'd been married for 46 years and yeah. he'd also been her carer pretty much full time and then suddenly it's all stopped and so you know you think well actually you need to be calm because yeah. you need to you need to be the adult at this moment and you need to yeah. just do, do what you need to do but my word you learn an awful lot and yeah. it's it's really I want to say it's interesting, but that sounds so disrespectful, but it is interesting. It really is interesting. And actually doing this kind of thing and talking about about it and about my mum to some extent, you think, actually, no, this is right. You can talk about it. You can talk about her. And and as I said before, she would love this. And, yeah, you know, yeah. if only we, I was doing, we were doing this show five years ago, we would have had her on and she would have been great yeah. fun. She'd and she would screen. have been in her element. Yeah. yeah. I, do you know what? I think my sister Anne would, although uh, she had a tendency for quite blue language. And, but again, oh, you know, like a really articulate woman who um, she, if she put her mind to it, she would write and have letters published in The Guardian. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so, so not just... It, it was thought very thoughtful, um, 
but it was one of those things where you're like, oh, you don't know which way it could go with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she'd have been on, but she would love the thought of being talked about now. Um, and and you, I know you say about that it's so surreal and you realise that there's a commercial business going on. I think sometimes you still, when it's done, you don't necessarily, I didn't walk away and think I need to, tell people what I want you know like I, no. I, I didn't think that but I think maybe as you get older you could or should think about it at least because otherwise somebody else is making all the decisions I suppose you don't care because well, <laughs> you're yeah. if, you're, if yeah. you've died I'm like well just give me a send off but it also shows that if you wanted something really wacky you could have it. Yes, absolutely. So if you said, you know, if you said, I want a coffin in the shape of a transistor radio. Have it. <laughs> I want my, I want so what, episodes 1 to 25 <laughs> played throughout <laughs> the whole service. Like, you could. You absolutely could. Well, you know, that's interesting. And just the, uh, uh, in my mind, funerals, this is how a funeral is. But, you know, I've only ever been to two in my life. And yeah. I, and they're not really, you know, we've come a long way since the last mm. one I went to 25 years ago. And we've opened up a bit more about what what people might want. And even for, for this one, you know, it's going to be less formal, slightly less formal. And I'm thinking, well, that's only a good thing, isn't it? And it's because mm. it's not religious. There's not all that ceremony to go with it, which, yeah. you know, people take comfort in but it's irrelevant and hypocritical for us to do any of that um and you just think well you can do all these things and you know and and perhaps we should if that's what feels right for you well it is you know it is still hard though because I I went to a funeral a few years ago so it was one of my neighbors and um she was a real character in the street um known as a white witch yeah so so she used to sometimes she would she would say something to you and she'd be like oh you'll be all right you know it's okay I've seen it I've seen what happened you're like have you what did you see but she was she was a real character you know like not mumbo jumbo ish just but just literally she would say something like that and that and that would be it um and a massive character really she used to so she had she had two replacement hips she had breast cancer and she'd still go to Borneo to do something in Borneo and you know like just unbelievable Mm. character and when um when she died so over the years because I'd lived next to her for so long I um, you know, you knew her kids, you knew her husband, not not uh, knew her husband well, but uh, the kids, you'd know them to say hello to, she'd always introduce you, you know, so, so you kind of knew of them. So when we went to the funeral, um, her daughter, she, I can't remember, what was the song she played at the funeral? It was something like Stairway to Heaven or you know, something like um, I'm on the devil's side now. It was something really, really random, upbeat song. And her daughter, which was really fitting for the woman. Yeah, Yeah. so really, really fitting. Um, And her daughter stood up and started clapping and kind of dancing. 
And she was like, come on, everybody, because mum would have really loved this. You know, she would have loved the fact that at her funeral, everybody was up dancing and, and clapping. And it was, and people just really struggled with it. I, I did. I got up because I was just like, I can't leave her on her own. No, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. just, but it's it's that whole we're conditioned. Yes. That it's it's got to be, you've got to be sombre and you've got to wear dark colours. We're just conditioned to that. And even when someone has quite clearly said, celebrate my life. Yeah. You know, like that's what I want, celebrate it. And, and we just kind of go, oh. We, we are, but we're in a quiet, sombre way because that feels more respectful. But I suppose it is always about the people left behind, isn't it? That's the that's the key. We're the ones who bear the pain of the loss, whereas yeah. they're they're the ones that have gone, who you know put me in a cardboard box and I don't know, send me off to the Tesco incinerator, and that's fine for me as opposed to what your family kind of think yeah they should do and there's pressure because there's pressure from you know observers looking in the neighbors or members of the family who think okay well you know who have their own views of what it should be and the other thing I think which I've really thought about this week is it's one of the only things frankly that you only get one go at you know organizing and conducting someone's funeral yeah you it you there's few there's hardly anything else in life that that only happens once you know if you sit an important exam and you fail it you can probably do it again you know if people get married more than once you know all these things Mm. you can have as many parties and celebrations and all the rest of it as you like but this is the thing that you get one chance as and there's a real real fear that you've got to get it right for the person for the immediate family and for those who you think are observing and possibly judging even though they're not (laughs) but you feel that they are yeah you do nobody is nobody is but you're right we've been conditioned it's like well you know what are what are the accepted things here and when when the person hasn't left any real instructions. I mean, she didn't talk about it. All she talked about is what she didn't want. She didn't want to be someone who ever wanted to be someone who needed twenty four seven care. She, she, mm. we've we talked about that for years and years and years and years, and that was her absolute only wish. She never wanted that, but that's as far as it went, you know. Because then again, she would say that to me, and I would say, "Oh, come on, whatever," you know. And you, you, you wouldn't have a serious conversation. It was awkward. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a very yeah well it's really strange it's really strange I mean but I tell you what so so having been through it and I I organized my sister's funeral and um and I was I was probably really adamant that everything be just right you know from the coffin um who carried the coffin the service the music that was played at the service um the after party we had because my family is so big we actually had a coach <laughs> take people pick people up oh from, yeah okay that's yeah. interesting but it's again it just because there were so many people yeah. and it was easy to to do it that way round, which kind of felt a little bit like we were all on a coach going 
somewhere, you know, like and somebody was going to crack open some beers or something because it was the start of a holiday. Yeah. It's kind of like, no, it's not that, is it? Um, so, so the whole thing, and I just remember on the day thinking, okay, it's all happening now so I can relax, I can have a couple of drinks at the wake and um, I just had the worst headache ever you know like I just I think the stress of doing all of that and then it all coming off and all going well and people saying she would have loved that you know she would have been in her element and I just remember feeling absolutely drained and exhausted at the end of it so I didn't enjoy it um not enjoy it but I didn't kind of get the benefits yeah 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 because it, it was, you know, just such almost such a relief that everything went according to plan. So it is funny, isn't it? Because I just think you you think of those expectations and I don't know that you can get it wrong. I don't know that people would complain no, or would. No, I don't. It is. That's that this is what it is isn't it and yeah it's in your head isn't it that you've got to get it right yeah this is the event this is how we're doing it you turn up or you don't and and off we go sort of thing isn't it what I'm gonna do the best thing to represent you know give her the the send-off that she deserves and you put all of that pressure on yourself to do that yeah but then I think it's interesting because it's also then very easy. And I, you mentioned this a minute ago. It's you've got to think about the people who are left. And it, again, it seems awful, but he's not going to hear this, so I don't. I don't mind. Um, my dad, it, obviously, he's finding this extraordinarily difficult, and I think the day itself is going to be very difficult for him. So we have decided to go for a very short dignified service because mm. quite frankly I don't think he would cope on public show with yeah. any more of that so I yeah. it's very clear and um, my brother was very clear about this it's going to be short because that is the best for everyone and yeah. I agree and I know some people would hate that and some I've you know sometimes they, they there's a whole um ceremony to go through isn't there especially with religious funerals there's a lot that needs to be done and a lot that needs to go through but we're not doing any of that and it's because I know that my dad would find that really really challenging so there's no way I'm going to put him through that no mm-hmm. way we need to make it that at the end of that he he can cope with the day I mean there's nothing good about it but he needs to no. get through that day and in the best way that he can so let's make it as as helpful respectful, dignified, but as short as we can make it for everyone's benefit. And will I you, again, Will you do like, a wake? Will you do a yes, wake? Yes, and that was yeah. a real thing. But again, that's going to be a very, very low-key affair. My sister-in-law has very kindly uh, said that she'll do that. Um, they live somewhere that is big enough to hold, you know, 20 people, 30 people, you know, with... And because I really debated whether we should do it because I'm not sure, again, if my dad will cope with it. But then she pointed out very reasonably that the people who are coming need it and it's for yeah. it's to help them to be able to talk through the events, yeah. talk about my mum and yeah. it's really important for them. And to be fair, I'd not considered that and she's absolutely right. Yeah. So we are going to do something very, very light, very informal, 
um, just so people can come and feel that they've they've had that sense of okay we've done that we've sent her off we've talked about it it's okay sort of thing and and I'm you know that'd be okay if people I I want to see I've not seen for a while let's 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 you know let's have that well, it's also nice because you do, you know, there there is quite often laughter there as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because you kind of, someone says, oh, do you remember the time she did this? Absolutely. Or, you know, we did that with my sister Anne, who, you know, who could who could be very blooming feisty, you know, and we all had our <laughs> stories to tell the where she'd been a complete nightmare. Um, and you, you do, you can kind of, laugh a bit you know mm-hmm. like that those memories where you can kind of go oh god yeah, do you remember when she did this mm-hmm. and I, I I think actually they're right you know like it's it's not just you who needs it other people will grieve too because whether she was you know she was obviously your mum but she was people's friends absolutely you know like so and and people it's it's their version of pain their respects isn't it that's that's what they like to do plus those things are are fascinating to you know you might learn things about your mum that you you didn't know you know like their friends come along and they tell you stories about the time she did something yeah um and that's that's just quite a, a lovely thing I think um and it is, I think, after the funeral, it is when people kind of do a bit of a, a sigh. It's a bit of a stop. I don't ever think it's a, it's a slam dunk on. No, you know that's closure. But it is to have people around that knew her at different times of their life and different times of your life is actually quite a nice thing to have as well. Yeah, and you know, it's you've just you've just reminded me that she and I, because I was the youngest, she and I. Well, we we had a lot of secrets, <laughs> and oh. and um, she used to tell me all the gossip. So all the things that people don't think I know about, I know about. And there's yeah. lots and lots of things that, that I know about that nobody else did. And yeah. I'm going to keep all of those secrets. Mm-hmm. And you know when you think, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we we could get I could get weeks of podcast out of those secrets. Mm-hmm. Oh my word and I'm sort of smiling now at thinking but then I'm thinking nah they're secrets for a reason yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and I'm gonna really I'm gonna relish those secrets thank you very much yeah. but you know I, I wonder whether you know if there are people there that knew her from years gone yeah they don't mention you know at least one of those secrets anyway as uh, because you know stuff happens and and people sometimes forget their secrets because i do wonder oh yeah see now this is fascinating isn't it yeah oh and it is and that so it's just i think it is just quite a, a lovely thing to do and and it's good to go around and chat to people so even people you might not recognize yeah. because they'll be there you know because they knew her in some capacity um and you just get a different you'll always get a different view because it's your she was your mum yeah and it's that different view on well what was she to somebody to other people you know that 
there was a different there's always different lives isn't it because they're adults in their own right Absolutely. but i think with with parents you just see them as parents that's going to be fascinating yeah. Well, can I just say, because uh, I know we, we were in two minds about this. Thank you very much. It's been really lovely to talk about it like this. Yeah, well, um, I, it's a, I think it's a good thing to do. And I think it was your call to say it, a lot of this stuff is kind of shrouded in. You, nobody talks about it and we don't do it. And as you say, we debated it. But it's you, you know, being willing to talk about it as well in um in such a sensitive and positive way at such a close time to to your bereavement so i think um you know hats off to you too well let's raise a toast to my mum penny yeah here here and my sister anne let's Absolutely. raise the toast yeah here here